Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Beautiful Baggage podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with me at the start of this project, which is designed to spur great personal growth in you and also in me. (laughs) I'm with you on this path. You know, it's sort of funny. I worked in broadcast journalism, as I said in episode one, for about 20 years, literally talking for a living. But starting my own podcast, starting something under my direction and just out of basically just out of my own home, I don't have fancy equipment. I don't have all the support of a major broadcast radio station behind me. And so it's definitely a little uncomfortable outside my comfort zone and new adventure. But that's what I've learned about personal development. That's what it's all about. It's about feeling uncomfortable. But moving forward anyway, because the rewards on the other side of that discomfort can be so great. So thank you for joining me. And thanks for giving me the chance to inspire your own growth and your own adventures by traveling and making your everyday lives more interesting, fun, and supportive of the dreams that you have and all the things you want to do. I want to share with you the core of my mission statement for the Beautiful Baggage podcast. It's still a work in progress, but essentially it says we're going to work on three key things here. Number one, we're going to learn to anticipate with excitement as we plan our future trips and adventures. Two, we're going to learn to savor the moment everywhere we go. We're going to be more mindful. And three, We're going to excavate positive lessons we've learned from our past adventures, and we'll use those to enhance our present and our future. I think for us to really reap the benefits of points one and two, again, anticipating the future with excitement and savoring the moment in the present, we should start by getting really good at practicing the third point in my mission statement, which is learning to excavate. Have you ever been to an excavation site? You can find archaeologists digging and making new discoveries all over the world, from Rome to China, even here in San Francisco where I live. They are constantly uncovering remnants of past generations and civilizations. If you watch archaeologists working, you see that they dig very carefully, very mindfully, to preserve those artifacts because we can learn so much from them. Now, when it comes to our own lives, we may not want to dig up everything from our past because some of it we may want to leave behind, and that is fine. But there are many past experiences, especially if they involved travel or a deliberate push outside our comfort zones, I think are worth digging up to find what's valuable and what should be preserved and even used to propel us forward with new growth and make us more receptive to new opportunities and creativity. For example, did you ever go on a field trip when you were a child? Do you remember anything about it? My guess is you do, because for most of us, school was so routine, 
anything that broke away from the day-to-day, even if it was just a trip across town to the art museum or to the local Coca-Cola bottling plant. That was one I always wanted to do and never got to do. There's typically an air of excitement around it because just getting there and the chaos of herding children onto a bus or into a theater can be pretty intense. Now, there might have been some negative experiences in there that you remember. Our mind has a tendency to hold on to those. But if you do a bit of excavation, some careful digging through your mind, I'll bet you can also find some treasure in there that can give you ideas for living a richer and fuller life right now. So just as an example, uh, when I was thinking about this episode last night, I plucked from my memory just this random field trip I took when I was about 10 or 11 to the main public library in Dallas, that Dallas, Texas is where I grew up. Now we took a lot of field trips at my school and this particular one isn't one I think about a lot and wasn't anything that unusual, but that's the point of this exercise. I'm excavating here. My first memory of the trip to the library is how I felt that day, which was pretty rotten. (laughs) I had a very bad cold and I'm not going into details, but I do remember I should have brought Kleenex with me on that trip. (laughs) But when I dig past that, I remember some seeds were planted in my mind on that field trip. And I can continue watering and nurturing the growth that sprung up from those seeds now, decades later. On that field trip, I remember learning about the famous architect I.M. Pei, who built the Dallas City Hall right next door to the library. City Hall was this sharply slanted building, very distinctive, shaped like an upside-down pyramid. And the architect who built the library next door to City Hall designed that building to complement and integrate with the rest of this part of downtown Dallas. So I remember as a child just this one trip to the library opening me up more to the wonders of architecture and thoughtful design. The library itself was considered very state-of-the-art at the time. I remember it smelled new, and I appreciated that and was sort of wowed by it because I'd I'd been to older libraries, and I, I knew... I knew the difference in in this experience. At the time of this recording, I am Pei died just a few months ago. And when I heard the news, I was able to stop and really appreciate and remember his work in a way that felt personal and made me feel connected. There are a number of other things I remember from that field trip to the library. But the big takeaway as I was musing on it today is the bigger realization that, wow, I spent a lot of time in libraries as a child and a young adult, and they were magical places for me that I could get lost in for hours. And I realized I haven't been to the library in years. In fact, and this is kind of embarrassing, in the 13 years I've lived in San Francisco, I've never checked out my local library branch, and my guess is I'm missing out. So my beautiful baggage challenge for myself is to go and locate my local branch, I think I know which library it is, but I'm not entirely sure. And go get a good old-fashioned library card and see where that little local adventure leads. Libraries are wonderful places where great ideas live and more great ideas are hatched and incubated. And Beautiful Baggage is ultimately about bringing more goodness into your life. So I'm putting this task on my calendar so that I don't forget. When I do it, I'll be sure to post about it on my social media channels and let you know what I learned. So you see what I mean by excavating? It's really an easy three-step process. First, you think of a memory of a past adventure, big or small. Second, you dig for memories and positive experiences. And third, 
let what sparks your interest from those past experiences guide you to a new adventure that you can look forward to and use and enhance your life right now and in the future. It's a fun experiment and a way to shake up your everyday routine, just like going on a school field trip did when you were young. If you want to start your own beautiful baggage excavation project, I encourage you to go over to my website and check out the show notes for today's episode, which will include some ideas and resources for getting started and some links on how you can share your experiences with me and with others in the beautiful baggage community. The website address is yourbeautifulbaggage.com. That's yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Happy digging, and I'll see you on the next episode of Beautiful Baggage. Cheers. Cheers.